The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. It is the Weekend Legends, Andrew Rose. My name is Chris Gale, and we are through the roof about the grand final, aren't we? Man, I'm supercharged. Hey, it's grand final weekend. It's all going down tomorrow. The UFC and everything. I'm excited. Newtown Jets take on the Burley Bears. Then in the NRLW, and we're talking to Maddie Studden about this game later in the hour, the Dragons take on the Broncos and the Big Dance. The GF, Who's Raiders versus Roosters. Ah, yeah, Raiders, Roosters. But before we get to that, Rose, I've got some disturbing news to share with you. What's up? More than 500 Storm fans have started an online petition calling out the New South Wales media for assassinating the club uh. and particularly the players. And they speak, no doubt, of Cameron Smith. I thought, you, I, thought, I thought you said this was news. Craig Bellamy alluded at the Dally M's that Cam might be hanging up the boots. And yeah. this is too soon. Yeah. Like, we need more testimonials to complain about. <laughs> We need more NRL gifts to the family. Yeah. We need more jokes about Cameron refereeing the games. And above all, we need more impersonation of drunken sailors in the ruck. Cam, we're sorry. Rose, are you sorry? Oh, well, I guess. I mean, he's, he's fun to make fun of. But, yeah, I mean, Cam, you know, come if you ever want to come and sit here at the Weekend Legends as a chair right here, you can come tell us all your problems. Don't leave, Cam. We need you. Rugby League needs you. Yeah, we we need, need the, the villain. We need the memes. We're going to complete our top 10 of the 2019 NRL season this hour. Yes, we're also going to look at UFC 243 happening in Melbourne tomorrow. Producer Lachlan, you're heading over to Melbourne uh, straight after this show, correct? Can't wait for it. It's a huge grand final edition of the Weekend Legends to take you to 12 o'clock this morning but up next everyone's second favorite team right now the Raiders have had a sensational year and we're going to have a look back at their weekend review thanks to Paddy's Markets and we'll do it next on the Weekend Legends it's a show on the weekend and these guys are legends so naming the show was a no-brainer Triple M's Ghost Mutt oh, no, I mean sorry what is it Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose for your grand final preview Weekend Legends and guys it's Green Machine Fever oh. No, why can't we have a team in the grand final with a good team song? What's going on? This, unlike the Roosters, is not an original song. That's actually a classical music tune that's been readapted. No, no. Uh, I actually uh, want to pour milk on myself. <laughs> Triple M's Becco is a massive Canberra Raiders fan, and he's had to play that tune on request. Everyone around the offices loves jumping around at the green machine. Yeah, they scream it at him. Play it loud. It makes me lactose intolerant, that song. When you hear that tune, Rose, obviously the Raiders take on the Roosters 7.30pm tomorrow night, ANZ Stadium, but it's hard not to reflect on the 30th anniversary of the Raiders' first premiership at the expense of my Balmain Tigers 19-14 at the SFS. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a memory. You were talking about it this week, right? Well, Fox has done a little special, and it's just heartbreaking to see the images of Steve Blocker-Roach, Benny Elias, and Ciro miserably watching the vision <laughs> unfold. And then they cut to the Raiders' couch, yeah. which has got grand final hero Steve Jackson, who scored the try an extra time, Mal Meninga, and a laughing Ricky Stewart. Oh, just He's just over the moon, Ricky Stewart. Now... Can you uh, uh, dispel or confirm a rumour for me? Is it true they're going to have the big Raiders horn at ANZ? No, oh, it's true. 
They put the horn on the back of a truck and it's coming up the highway. <laughs> Carting it up the freeway. <laughs> this was built by local electri- electrician Wayne Pollock, whose son Ben is the media manager of the Raiders, and it comes as a result of a fact-finding mission that Laughing Ricky undertook in 2016. What do you mean a he, fact-finding mission? He went over to the United States, Jack Gibson style, and looked at what they did in college football and all the rituals and celebrations. Oh, I just nicked them all. Yeah. Came, back with the horn, <laughs> came back with the horn and the clap. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great American trip. <laughs> And according to the Raiders, these types of fan interaction have appealed to uh, the female contingent and the young contingent, and they've got members coming up the wazoo now. Who's blowing the horn for grand final? It's got to be someone big, right? Well, it's controversial. If we go back to that 30th anniversary, it is, of course, Raiders captain Mal Meninga, right. who's now employed by the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, well, whatever. Who, who knew the Titans would get involved in the grand final? It's the only way it's going to happen. They must be stoked. <laughs> the horn is made of fiberglass, but here's some bad news for you. What? It's not actually the horn that you're hearing. It's coming through the Don't PA. do that. Sorry. Just... You know, Theatre of the mind, Chris Gale. Don't do that to the poor kiddies who are excited to hear Mal blow the horn. He couldn't get a breath big enough. Well, this was the thing. They checked <laughs> Mal's lung capacity and he just couldn't get it done. Sorry, so fellas. they now, now got a taste. Just don't have it in the tank. Sorry, boys. <laughs> I love the Raiders CEO, Don Ferner, this week who says, our boys just wanted more. I love that in any sport. Oh, we won it because we wanted it more. How is that possible? Yeah, duh. <laughs> but it's stirring up a bit of rivalry. And as we said in the first hour, Robbo and Ricky don't like each other. Ricky wasn't smiling then. No eye contact at all. Paul Kent, again, in the Telegraph, he's highlighted that Ricky's quite a comedian (laughs) in the sense that he has his own sense of humour, but he does employ assistant coaches who are funny because he says, I'm not a funny guy, and I tend to believe that. I I think Ricky's a bit of a comedian. To me, personally, it's hilarious when he kicks a plastic chair when he's angry. I'm sure it'll do that tomorrow night. Rugby League is all about food, Rose. (laughs) Of course, I'm starving. There's always a mystery virus candidate. (laughs) You're always hungry. (laughs) In the lead up to the grand final, and this year was no different. It was Josh Hodgson. Yeah, you don't have a grand final without some some kind of mystery virus flying around the week off, right? Turns out it wasn't a virus at all. It was bad pasta. Bad pasta. Yeah, that sounds like a punk band. <laughs> <laughs> but the Raiders are hopefully happily chowing down on the bus back to, down to Canberra on Monday. Oh yeah, it'll on, be huge if they win this, man. On, on Sahin Gula's Turkish kebabs, and Sahin is the father of Emre Gula, who's playing his 13th game for the Raiders tomorrow night. Nice, nice. And he always brings the boys the good stuff. Will they be happily chowing down after all fans at ANZ clap before the start of the game? All 80,000. Can you imagine the Raiders winning the title and the bus back to Canberra just chowing down on as many kebabs as you want with that trophy? Oh, Will they be heading down on the bus after Sia Soliola got on the drum and they hit out the Viking clap after they win? Absolutely not. Round about 9.45 tomorrow night. <laughs> And finally, Rose, will Sticky Stewart be laughing on that bus? Oh, man, I kind of want to see it, but I don't know, man. That's the Raiders Week in Review, thanks to Paddy's Markets. With over 1,500 stands and two huge locations, you're sure to find a bargain at Paddy's. Visit paddysmarkets.com.au. Good luck to the people in our nation's capital and anyone who just doesn't want to see the Roosters win, basically. (laughs) Good luck to politicians everywhere. (laughs) But someone who's hoping to lift a premiership tomorrow is Dragon Maddie Studden, who will take on a red-hot Bronco side in the NRLW Grand Final, and she joins us next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Kicking you right in the weekend. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Yes, it is the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose. And guys, final fever is here. It's capitulating. And we've got someone very special on the line. We absolutely do, Lachlan. This time last year, she was turning out for the Sydney Roosters in the inaugural NRLW Grand Final, Rose. Memories. Jump ahead a year. She's jumped to the St. George Illawarra Dragons. She is their halfback, and they take on the Broncos 4.05 p.m. at ANZ Stadium this Sunday. Maddie Studden, good morning, and congratulations. 
Good morning, guys. Thank you very much. Maddie, it looks like the Dragons have found their mojo in the last two weeks, piling on 50 points, and your second halves have been stellar. You're feeling good going into the big game? Yeah, we've built some confidence after our last two games. Um, our first round against the Broncos was a bit clunky, and um, we had to change our game plan up. But, um, yeah, we came together, and we had we now have confidence with each other with how we're playing. Maddie, it's Rose here. Uh, it's been so good to see the Dragons uh achieve this season and you have so many secret weapons in your team one of them Daniel Lacey your coach he's gone from winning a Tashigal Cup to under 18 state of origin he's now got you in a grand final how good is he yeah he, he's been amazing this year and he was a part of the um, city nationals team he was assistant coach and we actually won that as well so yeah he has a good record this year but yeah we still got a lot of hard work this week and um, he's been preparing us well and He's got the team this year, and, yeah, he's a really good coach, and I like to play under him. So, Maddie, earlier in the week, your teammate Jess Surgis won the Dalian Player of the Year. She, she was talking about how you guys have more trust this season and you need to be hungrier than the Broncos. But I love what she said about the Broncos. She said they've got big bodies and they're smart footballers. <laughs> First of all, that sounds like what my West Tigers need, but how do you counter those big bodies and smart footballers? Yeah, and she's totally right. Um, they've got a lot of experience in the middle, and, um, another nominee was uh, Millie Boyle. And, um, yeah, they got a lot of strike power around the middle and mm. their halves are good too. So we, we can match them. We know we can. And um, we, we, I love my forwards that we have. We actually have smart forwards too. So um, it's going to be a cracker game and it's going to be a battle of forwards, I think. Yeah, well, big bodies and smart fo- footballers. We have one of those two on the radio show here, Chris. We've uh, just got the big bodies. Thanks very uh, much. Maddie. Uh, I wanted to talk to you, take you all the way back to when you started playing footy for the mascot Jets. Uh, one of the stories I loved about that that you've told before is about one of the players on the other team asking if they're allowed to tackle the girl. Is that <laughs> correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So um, we're just about to, uh, we got a penalty and then um, that was set up on the line to defend us and... I took the hit up and he coat-hanged me. So I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's on. <laughs> from that story, from that guy saying that, looking across from you from playing the mascot Jets, to where you are now, you're in a grand final facing off against Ali Brigginshaw. This has got to be an amazing turn of events for you, right? Yeah, for sure. It's always um, a great honour to go all the way in uh, rugby league and get to the grand final. And um, it's a fantastic day and it's a fantastic lead-up. So we've yeah. just got to take every moment and enjoy it and um, just – Soak it all in, that's for sure. But, yeah, coming up against a very uh, talented Ali Brinkinshaw, we've played a lot against with each other and we've played a couple of games with each other. So, um, yeah, we've really got to shut her down. Otherwise, the Broncos are on, that's for sure. Maddie, please tell me that that four-year-old kid didn't say welcome to rugby league after the coat hanger. <laughs> I tell you what, Maddie. No, he just laughed, and I, I just laughed too. So we didn't really know the rules, so we just kept going along with it. I, I tell you what, Maddie, our producer Lachlan here is a diehard Dragons fan. And he hasn't had much happiness this year, so he's really riding on you guys doing a good job at the grand final, and I think you're going to achieve that. <laughs> yeah, it's um, obviously been a bit of a tough year for the yeah. um, NRL Dragons, but um, we're, we're making it a good ending for, for the fans, and um, for the club as well. So hopefully um, we can go all the way and bring bring the trophy home. Yeah, got Lachlan, a bit of happiness for you. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, Maddie, all of Sydney, no, all of Australia. That's right. Bar the Brisbane Central <laughs> Business District are behind the Dragons. So all the very best tomorrow afternoon. Bring home the trophy. On the weekend, there are two types of people. Those that listen to Triple M and those that don't. These are their stories. What? Triple M
Rose Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and amongst all the grand final fever, is a little bit forgotten is the UFC that's taking place in Melbourne tomorrow, UFC 243, as middleweight champion Robert Whittaker takes on the exciting and undefeated Israel Adesanya. And guys, the combat combat sports world is in overdrive right now. That's right, Lockett. I think a lot of people have focused on the two grand finals this weekend and last weekend. I think people have forgotten that possibly the biggest crowd for a UFC event in history is about to go down in Melbourne, Chris. Yeah, it hardly seems forgotten if they're going to get more than 50,000 in a Marvel Stadium <laughs> well, tomorrow afternoon. You know, everyone's talking about Tricky Ricky and the Roosters, la la. But <laughs> what really is going down at uh, Marvel Stadium is UFC 243. Now, just to lay a little bit out on what this title match means, Robbie Whittaker was the champion, went out with an injury uh, quite a while ago. Chris, what was the injury? Well, it was described by Andrew Webster in the Sydney Morning Herald yesterday that he shrugged off the twisted bowel, a staph infection, chicken pox, and a broken eyelash yeah. to be there. Apparently, yeah, apparently he almost died. So, the, the, you from know, the eyelash. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. eyelash was the real bad one. But, uh, you know, he's back and he's ready to defend his title. In that time that he's been away, Israel Adesanya became the interim champion. He's also, like Lachlan mentioned, undefeated. What's really interesting about these two guys, we've had Robbie Whittaker here on the weekend. Friend Legend. of the show. Friend of the show, Lachlan. Been here in the room. Really great. So clearly we're Team Robbie. But Robbie was born in New Zealand, but moved to Sydney when he was quite young and grew up in Menai. So he considers himself an Aussie. Right. Now, Israel Adesanya, born in Nigeria, but grew up uh, from the age of 13 in Rotorua in New Zealand. At 21, he moved to Auckland. So there's this weird kind of back and forth that Robbie's like, well, I was born in New Zealand, and, and Israel's like, well, but I live in New Zealand. So who's the bigger New Zealander? There, there seems to, it seems to be quite personal. So there's a, bit of a, yeah, there's a bit of a big dog thing going on here. By the way, Whitaker said, uh, having been interview, interviewed by you, Adesanya will be a lot more fun. <laughs> So Adesanya's been talking up that he's been doing all the work. He says, I'm the A-side of this thing. And by the way, guys, I'm getting paid more money than Robbie. Yeah, but that's just Adesanya trying to get to Robbie Whittaker. Robbie Whittaker, he lives in a world of USC where it's bombastic, big, loud, you know, Conor McGregor throwing things at buses. Robbie's all business. We saw that when he came into this room and sat with us and talked. He's there to defend his championship. It doesn't matter how long he's been out. Israel can talk all he wants. It goes down in that octagon tomorrow. Whitaker pretty much said that. Asked about the comment about who makes the more money. He says, I don't really care. It does make me want to hit Adesanya 10% more. But he pointed out that's only at 100% capacity. There is no such thing as 110%. I, I, I'm not good with maths. I don't... <laughs> Adesanya thanked the megaphone guy who apparently piped up during their last press conference and created a bit of movement because Whitaker is all business. He's all business. Whitaker was asked, what does the weekend involve? He goes, I weigh in on Saturday, and I believe, Lachlan, he's made weight. They've made weight. Robert Whitaker on championship weight, 184 pounds. Israel Adesanya, 185 pounds. Okay. He fights Sunday, and then on Monday, he's back to the kids, which he said is by far and away my bigger challenge. Oh, of course, of course. It, look, this is going to be a massive fight in front of possibly the biggest crowd UFC's ever seen. We remember the last time they were at that venue, uh, uh, Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, was the, the record. And now this is potentially going to break The head kick it. that shook the world. The head kick that shook the world. That was Rousey losing to Holly Holm. Can I simply ask, how are their ground games, Rose? <laughs> oh, mate, their ground games, phenomenal. But can you understand, Chris, that there are some UFC fans that are crazy enough to fly to Melbourne to see this event go down? What, with a grand final on in Sydney? Who'd be nuts enough I, to I do mean, that? Do you know anyone who would do that? 
Lachlan? Producer Lachlan? I'm on a flight back while the grand final is <laughs> on, so I booked, I booked that at the perfect time. You're going to have to watch it on the plane. But we're behind Sydney's owned and friend of the show, Robert Whitaker, hoping he can re- retain his title against someone yes. straight out of a Street Fighter game. If you haven't seen Israel fight, he's amazing you know to what? watch. That's a great example, Lachlan. He is straight out of a Street Fighter game, the style bender. Main event for that. I'll get down to your local because everyone shows it these days. It'll be a great afternoon. What's- ne- What's the Street Fighter game? Sorry. Oh, you suck. Next, we've been waiting with excitement. Our top five moments from season 2019, and a couple might surprise you. We'll do that next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Now we're back with Triple M's Weekend Legends. The Legends. Conditions apply. See in store for details. This show may have a laxative effect. Yep, it's the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose. And guys, with a torn heart, we're about to farewell what has been a remarkable year of rugby league. <sighs> yes, we're working through, Rose, our top 10 moments of season 2019. And can I just say this? For those that missed 10 to 6, I'm not going to go through them now. Check out the podcast. Go on iTunes Weekend Legends podcast. So you can check out our 10 to 6 because there's some juicy ones in there. So I guess we look at the next five. Oh. <laughs> good timing, guys. Beautiful. This is a world machine. Hang on. <laughs> this, is, this is in my list because this is Paul Gallon's field goal at the end of the Tigers being pumped by the Sharks in round 25 and coming ninth yet again. Townsend now calling the shots with Johnson off. They will go Gallon field goal. Paul Gallon. Paul Gallon field goal. That is amazing. I don't know what you're talking about, Chris Gow. That's in the top 10 moments of the last decade, not even just this year. Remember when Ray Warren said when Thurston <laughs> hit the upright trying to win the game in, reg- in regulation in 2015? He goes, this is a horror show. Well, that's... A horror show. Is it too late to throw my hat into the ring and take on Gal in a fight sometime? Oh, dude. Get Triple M to make that happen. Chris Gal versus Paul Gallen would be epic. Sure. So Gus Gould has left Penrith eight years into his five-year plan. Mm. And we've got some exclusive audio of Gus getting on the bus. Here we go. So, Gus, are you happy to be leaving Penrith? No, 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 no. Wow, that's really good audio, That's guys. terrific that's audio. Fantastic. Wow. Really wow. Great that's work in the library really there. It's sad to see Gus go. Where's he going to land, Chris? Dogs? Well, no, he's... <laughs> Would you like him? Uh, yeah, I'd take him. Okay, because, yeah. I mean, there's talk that he'd done the review for the Dragons. He might be a special advisor there. But I'm hearing that he won't. So a pay Gould-led dogs recovery? Oh, I'd, I'd be down. It'll never happen. <laughs> Three. Oh, they're getting into the top three now, guys. Number three. I'm so excited. It was like, where were you when Apollo 11 landed on the moon when Cameron Smith got put in the sin bin down at uh, Points Bet Stadium last season? But it happened again. Cameron Smith has just swung a punch. And it's hit, um, what have you Reed, seen him? I think Reed, I think he's punched him in the head. Reed Marnie. Well, yeah. going to get 10 minutes. Okay, we've struck him in the face with a slap. Okay. Oh, 410th game. Wow. And he's off to the sin bin for the second time. I'll tell you what, Chris Gar, last year when Cam Smith was sin bin, it was like looking at a double rainbow. The yes. second year when he does it again, you don't know what to do with yourself anymore. It's your second double rainbow in a year. It's a bit like Apollo 12. It's a <laughs> tremendous achievement, but no one was as much interested. And I mean, it was a close run thing because we were pretty keen on the old wingnut stuff that Cam did on Bailey Simonson from the Raiders. Oh, you mean rubbish on the face? Rubbish on the face. <laughs> he just gives so much. Please don't leave the game, Cam. Two. Oh, here we go. Number two, Chris. It's getting to the pointy end. This is my personal moment, Rose. This is my favourite. This would have been my top one. Um, I was at lunch having a nice strawberry, strawberry thick shake, so I wasn't too sad. 
it's Galen Ponger talking about the strawberry thick shake. That's your number one, is it? Well, he was asked how did he feel about the news that Nathan Brown was leaving the Knights after what turned out to be a fairly unsuccessful tilt. Yep. And he said, I wasn't too sad because like, who doesn't love a strawberry thick shake? I, I'm all about it. And I love the fact that the kid speaks honestly and doesn't fall into the rugby league. Oh, no, we're really shattered about losing the coach. A strawberry thick shake is a strawberry thick shake, and that is rugby league. All right, let's do this. One. Oh. Throws to Murray. Murray then sends it on to Pierce, who didn't really want it. Gets that gives it to Tom Trevojevic. Out to Ferguson. Runs down the sideline. He's ankle tap, but he stands his ground. Throws it into the Nesco. 15 out. This stuff, Dan Ganane, Tedesco, go and have a line for the Blues, baby! The moment of the year that Dally M's got something right. <laughs> what a year. What did we get right? What did we forget? What was your number one? One triple three five three. We want to know. But before we hand over to the Saturday NRL team, let's bring you up to speed with what you might have missed this week with What Did I Miss? It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Sit back, relax, and let these guys do the thinking. Well, at least talking. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Yes, with Chris and Rose. And we're almost done for the week, but it's time to do this. Wait, what? What did I miss? Chris, Alyssa Healy has gone absolutely ham with the bat in T20 cricket this week. Uh, she unleashed on the Sri Lankan bowling, scoring 148 runs from just 61 balls. It's incredible. It's the tonk of a century. <laughs> Do you know that the previous record was Meg Lanning at 133? Yeah. And she was standing down the non-strikers end when oh, Alyssa passed her score. Oh, good job, teammate. Kelsey Lee Barber has won the women's javelin at the World Athletics Championships over in Doha, Qatar. Can mm-hmm. I say those championships? It's very, very hot over there. <laughs> she felt calm in the moment when she won on her final throw. And they win the medals up on this podium that's about 16 stories high. It's right. exciting, but very dangerous. <laughs> Chris, the NBL is back. You know, uh, we love basketball here. We sure do, Rose. Legends. And NBL is back. We've had t- t- a couple games so far with the brand new uh, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix team beating Melbourne United in the first ever Melbourne derby. And then our beloved Sydney Kings beating the Cairns Taipans last night. So we're off to a good start. We've got one hand on the trophy already, Chris. Came back very strong in the final quarter. <laughs> yes. Nice to see Bogut back in the winner's circle. Bogut. And here's a man after your own heart, Rose. Korean golfer Bio Kim ah, yes. has been given a three-year ban by the Korean PGA for an obscene gesture. <laughs> In the Daegu Gaengbuk Open. Okay. He had a one-shot lead going into the final round. He tees off on the 16th and he hears a camera noise and he turns to his right, gives the crowd the finger. Oh, the bird. And (laughs) slams the driver to the ground live on television. I thought that's how golfers just test the wind direction. (laughs) He went on for his second victory for the season. He leads the order of merit, but he's been tossed for three years. He's accepted his fate. They're tough over there in Korea. They are tough. Boys, this is it. We're on our way to the grand final. This is the last time you hear us before the GF. And that's us done for today. Good luck, Robert Whittaker. Good luck, Maddie Studden and her Dragons, and most excitingly, to all you Roosters and Raiders fan. Good luck in the biggest game of the year. We're done. Have a good weekend, guys. Woo. Go Wallabies, Jets, Dragons, and Raiders. Oh, no. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa, that feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean.